Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host again today, Rich Polly, and joining me is... Almost made it, but didn't. I was going to say, constantly in fear of the dot of shame on cream khakis, Ben Hibbert. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I went for it. It made you happy, though, didn't it, mate? It did. It did. It's just because you've got a toilet all the time. It's because you've got an old man bladder. Basically, I'm saying you've got an old man bladder. I do have a little old man bladder. Four toilet breaks in every round of X-Wing. I've set my dials. I'm just going to go for a week. I think it's down to boozing too much, if I'm honest. Possibly. Uh, Also joining us on the... He's not old, but he's older than he was last week. Liam Baker. Bonjour. Liam Staines are on the other side. My favourite my favorite thing about that, Rich, is that my birthday was like on the 10th, and we've already had podcasts since that. Well, okay. Yeah, but we don't really like you very much. Yeah, that is also true. We don't really celebrate our birthdays in this podcast due to being old and liking to forget that they've happened most of the time. <laughs> I just, we just don't want to admit they've happened. That's more what it is. <laughs> I was, um, so a, a guy that I knew a long time ago when I used to do live role play, who he called Old Nick, and he's a lovely man, right? And he fell quite ill um, a few, uh, like th- this year. He got very, very ill, got taken into hospital. And we were like, Old oh, Nick, I mean, we've always called him Old Nick, but I mean, what age is he? And somebody was like, oh, he's like 62 now or something. And I was like, you mean when we were in our mid twenties and we were calling him Old Nick? He was younger than I am now. <laughs> it was like, yep. I was like, oh no. <laughs> That's like when we sad. used to make fun of Bob for being old. <laughs> I know, I know, but and it turns out he was... looks old. <laughs> yeah, the ravages of type one diabetes, isn't it? But <laughs> I said this many times. Bob is an excellent drinking partner. Yes. Because he knows how to regulate his own blood sugar, unlike another type 1 diabetic I know who doesn't know how to regulate his own blood sugar and regularly has diabetic comas after his third bottle of red wine. No, no, Sean's type 2. Oh, oh, I love that it's his third bottle of wine. (laughs) Oh, he is so irresponsible. Like, seriously, he would get absolutely rat arsed. He'd be on his third bottle of wine and then he'd be like, Oh, think of going hypo. And his wife would start panicking and shoving cake down his throat and stuff. And it was just like, Or maybe just drink a bit less. I don't understand how it works, fortunately. Fortunately for all my diabetic friends, (laughs) do something with his blood sugar. No, he's got too much. I give him anti cake. What's anti cake? Oh, I don't know. The hospital. but um, so anyway, we're all a bit giddy because we're I getting. I didn't know he was a, a little old grandma and just your solution to everything is give him cake. It's fine. <laughs> cake. Cup of tea, cup of tea, and a biscuit. He'll be cup fine. Cup of tea and some down. cake, and they'll survive anything. He's fine. He's lost his arm. Just give him some cake. So I know I've talked about live role play already once today, but I'm going to go for it again. We used to run a game system based on pulp action. So it was like based on, um, it was like Victoriana crossed with like Dan Dare and it was called Rockets, Ray Guns and Really Nice Tea. And if you were a British character, it didn't matter how much damage you'd taken. If you sat down and had a cup of tea, you got all your hit points back. So literally you would have people having... No, well, it was supposed to be because the British characters were supposed to be the best ones because it's, you know, all empire and all that kind of stuff. Um, But basically you had people sitting down with actual China tea tea sets 
in the middle of a firefight with Nerf guns, obviously, but they would be sitting there being shot. But because they were on a blanket having tea, they were fine because every time they got shot, the cup of tea just made it all better. So it was just really, it was hilarious because um, that was the kind of like kind of genre we were going for. So um, yeah, they once travelled back in time into the another. Didn't it? The what? But it took a while to break your virginity. <laughs> I, ran, I ran that game with my wife. Here, listen, listen, honestly. Doesn't mean like you if, got laid just because you were married. If if I ever said to somebody, would you like to go back in time in an alternate dimension and kill Hitler again, would you go for it? And people were like, that sounds fun. So there you go. Last time I spoke about the person and his allegiances, it got bleeped. <laughs> Slightly different. <laughs> Right, we're going to talk about X-Wing. We've got the Sith Taker Open coming up uh, this week, and we're all very excited about it. Um, We've got not a huge amount of um, (laughs) many stuff that we need to do still. Um, It's another call out that if you've not put your list up into long shanks, please do. Um, We've got 103 of 131 players um, yes, we finally had a drop that we've not been able to fill from the wait list. So if you're listening to this and you fancy coming, then reach out to me because we have got tickets, uh, ticket, I should say, available at the moment. Um, so, uh, but yeah, there's 28 or something people who haven't yet signed up on Long Shanks. I understand that a lot of people will be waiting for the morning to, you know, make sure that they don't miss it or stuff. But it's really easy for us to drop you when we're doing registration if you don't make it. So, um, And it's an awful lot easier for you to sign up from home than it is for you to rely on the what will be overburdened Element Games Wi-Fi um, when you get to the event. So uh, please do sign up. Um, your link to sign up to Longshanks is in your email that you've had a pre-event email from me from. Um, I've had a couple of people um, reach out to me and say, how's cut work? And I thought, the email was fairly explanatory, but obviously my ability at wordsing is not as smart as I thought it was. So um, I'm just going to tell it here. And then if it's not clear, you guys can ask me questions. So there are five rounds of Swiss. If you win all of your games and you go 5-0, and oh, you make cut. If you only lose one game and you go 4-1, and one, or you draw a game and you go four wins and one draw, then you make cut. If you lose two games, or in fact, if you only win three games and draw two, you will not make cut. You have to have four wins or five wins in your wins column to get into cut. Now, if we have 132 players or 131 players, I can't remember what the cutoff is, there will be between 18 and 20 players who potentially have that X and one or better record. What we will do then is we will take the bottom of that group of people, so probably the people between 14 and 20, and they will play off in an eliminator round on at the very end of day one. So after prizes and everything have been done for Swiss, they'll play off in an eliminator round. The winners of those will form the remaining uh, spots in the cut. So um, if you go four and one, you're going, you're getting through to kind of the final cut, but you might have to play a play-in round. Um, we're doing that play-in round last thing on the Saturday. So if you're in that position, you will be playing a sixth game on the Saturday. 
uh, surpass your alcohol consumption um, if you're on the if you're if you're on the on the cusp of a four one. Um, you're guaranteed to get through straight through if you're five and zero. But the fours and ones, it'll come down to strength of schedule as to whether or not you need to play that sixth round. Um, day two, the top sixteen will play the four rounds, um, and it's just straight knockout. So hopefully, does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Cool. Good. Um, I got all the prizes out and looked at them again yesterday and put them all away again. And I don't think we'll be able to give it all away. So give it me then. I mean, genuinely, everybody's going to walk away with. You know, you say like everybody will walk away with something, and that's like the aim of the thing. But everybody's going to walk away with a lot. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff just floating about the place like so many opportunities to win stuff um the bounties are back and the bounties are things that if you just want to pick up a load of cards and acrylics and other swag just get amongst it like if you're like i'm never going to be able to make cut let's just see how many of these things i can tick off um it's a really good way to bolster your own prize table if you're dylan uh, or the Welsh Open people, or anybody else that fancies running an event um, with bounties on it, um, <laughs> you can you can Hoover stuff up. But that's what it's there for. So, yeah, we've got um, we've got a box coming from Louis Leong. Um, we genuinely don't know what we're going to use that as price support for, because everything that we need price support for has got something earmarked for it. So that might just end up on the bounty table. Who knows? We'll see. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good times. Um, Liam, are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you set? (laughs) No. No, not at all. I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm taking. Okay. Have you narrowed down a faction? No. You narrowed it down to two factions, didn't you, the other day? (laughs) Yeah, but now I've changed my mind. I don't know what I'm doing. Honestly, score my no balls. I know, right? The thing is, the the four STOs I've been to, I think there's been four in total. I've made cut every time, but we all know I've made top four the last three times, and I'm sitting here going, "I'm going to do worse. I'm going to do worse. I'm going to do worse." And I, I, mean, I just don't I don't know if I really try or I just take something fun. So it's much harder to do better than it is to do worse than you've already done. And there's no expectation ever like that you need to top your previous run because ultimately a tournament is a tournament. If you don't, you are a failure. <laughs> this is Exactly. <laughs> And you're not disappointing me. You're disappointing your parents as well. Ah, uh, you can't disappoint them twice, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What are you thinking about then, Liam? What's your, or have you just are you genuinely bereft of ideas? So I've got my separatist list. I've got my FO list. I've got two. I've got two FO lists. To be fair, uh, <laughs> I've also got a scum list, and I've got an imperial list. So, like, you're going down them looking at your Battle of Rendor Imperial list and thinking, that's my try-hard option. You've got your First Order list, which is the one that you won your store championship with, which is an old code, but it checks out. 
You've got oh, it's something still things. Yeah, you've got something new from First Order that you know is good, but you've not got as many reps with it. And then you've got your separatist list that you have a great time with, but you know that it's got flaws and people have started to figure out what they are. Yeah. That's the but thing, it's, it's a big room. And it's 130 this, people, right? Yeah, this separatist list has only been played against like 30 people in total, and some of them are going to the STO. Yeah. So there's that, and it's a lot of fun. And to be fair, when do you need lists by? Like 9.29 on the morning of the event. Right, okay. So this may depend on whether Denton turns up with my two painted HMPs. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, making there are friends of mine who genuinely make their list building choices based on which cards they've got nice old darts for. They're like, I, I need to make a list with this card with a ship in it because I got a nice old dart for it, and I'm going to take oh, that to my next event. So you know, I know, but but I I like to win events, Rich. Yeah, I suppose if you get nice old darts for uh, why do you never win them then? cards? Uh, oh. We both know I do. Oh, nothing important. I've got a store champion voice sitting in my draw, mate. <laughs> so listen, anybody can go four and zero in a tournament. <laughs> oh, that's what that helps me avoid. And Liam, you're still you're still welcome, by the way. Welcome. Yeah, and I will always be thankful, Tim. Oh, yeah, Tim the Kingmaker. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Tom Veal didn't forget. He's he's still crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I reckon that my, my first order list would have gone through that hand list. Uh, but it was also nice to not have to try. Yeah. Because I was ready to go home. Yeah. I, I'm having um I'm having last minute wobbles. Like I've been set on my, my swarm for about the last two weeks and it's all packed up and everything and ready to go. And I'm not going to club um tomorrow night because I don't want to use something else and go, oh maybe. But there is a list now that's doing the rhymes. You should totally stick with what you've uh You've oh no, I know. I'm gonna. Um, there's a Battle of Endor leveraging wedge list doing the rounds that is really close to what I went three one at our store championship with, and I only lost to Tom with his hand list, and it came down to me losing a ship to a range zero attack on the last turn, um, swung the game away from me. Otherwise, I'd have probably lost in the final to Liam as his standard, um, or but um, <laughs> or or to Tim even in uh, in in the final round. But yeah, it was one of those um, like really close. And then the 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 Endor wedge just basically slots in to that list and leaves it exactly the same but better. Um, and I'm like looking at it going. It flies the same as it did when I was using it before, and I did all right with it before. Maybe I could just it, take that instead. But is that the one with the gauntlet? No, 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 no. It's um, it's just like counter twenty and rebels, but put Endor wedge in, um, Endor wedge look fen, and then a couple of filler ships, five points of filler. Um, oh, it's just a Nightwing. Yeah. Um, Keo. Uh, uh, or um, Gemmer, the new one. But uh, I'll be honest yeah. with you, the primary reason I'm not going to take it is because I feel like I would just 
get too annoyed with myself um having a um a bit of paper instead of a card on the table in front of me <laughs> like it's a, it's the weirdest of reasons but i don't want to play with printouts um i want to play with cards so i can see my cards and i know what i'm doing um and it'll not help my brain to think if i'm playing with that stuff so like it's good but the thing i'm probably going to stick with is the is the seven ship swarm because i've got reps with it i've been running it recently and i think i know what i'm doing with it so um we'll see how it goes if i go terribly then i can always pivot off it for worlds but yeah and it's all painted up and everything and all my dial covers sorted out and everything and it's all structured nice like so i can't be bothered to redo everything and repack the bag again so i'll probably just stick with that <laughs> so yeah anyway um tim are you sticking with your uh, i know we didn't introduce you tim but i never know if you're going to talk so i'm going to ask you questions anyway um i'll talk for a bit though so you've got time to get off mute in the seven places you need to click before you're able to speak and be recorded um have you decided to stick with your uh republic swarm yeah, I think I'll be running that, um, mainly because I remember who I was talking to. Not sure, was it Illy? Was. Oh, man. Um, so I can't remember if it was Illy or Inalda, but I was chatting to one of them. Um, and basically for Worlds, you know, I've got lots of reps with my three arcs, Lumi Padme. So I, mm-hmm. I, I know that works, even though my Padme got nerfed in the latest points update. Um, so I'm going to take the swarm to the Sift Taker open and see how I do. Um, not just how the list performs, but also it's running a seven ship swarm over a five round event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously if it does okay, then that'll be probably what I take to Worlds. But it's been doing okay. Yeah, but, cool. Yeah, no, it's, um, I mean, it was going to be Republic or something or other. I mean, some <laughs> of the um, Battle Over Endor stuff's interesting. Um, I'm not overly worried about some of the rebel stuff. The Initiative Six Empire could be interesting. Yeah, um, swarms versus aces. If the aces are flown well, um, they just ride out the early game, and then when the swarm breaks up, they start to pick them off and find the one v ones. And there's going to be a lot of people are going to be coming in with that. Double I six Empire nonsense. Yeah, so it, it can matter, matter massively based on scenario. Um, yeah, you know, like if you get chance engagement, like when we were at Sanctuary, and I had to play against the what was it five tie interceptors or four tie interceptors, where it was at chance engagement. It's just I never got a good shot, and yeah, it was just a terrible matchup. However, if I play them at salvage or assault. You know, it's a very different game. So, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see see how it goes. But this will be, um, you know, it is going to be a good test for the list in the meta and see how it all plays out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's a bit weird, like, because the meta itself is so unsettled at the moment, um, and we've made it more interesting for the STO by making it indoor legal, even though we're having to proxy it. Um, basically it has meant that we're going to have a bit of Wild West because there's some very solid stuff in, um, in in Endor. People have been lighting up the internet complaining about the broken B-wing combination, which, you know, if you play against somebody with range control, those B-wings will take three turns to die and will just do a whole big murder um, on you before they can do it. So, um, yeah, there's 
a lot of good content there. So well, that's it's going to be that's, odd. But... That's, that's what the tournament scene needs. It's not, you know, points updates are good because they obviously shift the meta around. But new releases are good as well because, again, shifts the meta around. Yeah, it's um, the thing that um, kind of we found out today um, via one of our agents of chaos in um, the X-Wing community that their contact Asmodee ordering has been told that the Endor boxes are in the Red Sea waiting to run the Houthi blockade um, and they aren't expecting to get them until the um, the end of March and maybe April which means that they might not even be in shops before Worlds at this point. So a question was asked on the AMG Discord and they again recited the party line that you know they are, will be well they didn't somebody on there reposted they will be legal at worlds and the release the official release released it is still the 8th of march um and the question then was so if we don't have the product are we allowed to use proxies <laughs> at worlds um or you know are amg going to get you know 400 copies um air freighted you know from wherever to um chicago so that everybody playing x-wing at adepticon can get a copy um well, and you, then you would imagine that the stock that's going to continental uh, america would have gone a slightly shorter route than the red sea you would hope but you know we'll see why don't they just been... set fire to the pirate boats they're made of wood and big sails <laughs> Well, this is the thing, though. It's, it's not. It's not just pirate boats now, is it? They're firing uh, remote-controlled planes at the ships. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Have you not? Have I, you, like, literally today, a a tanker was abandoned by the crew because it was struck by a, a drone, and they thought it was going to sink. It doesn't matter if the drone sinks. But yeah, it's uh, it is an interesting situation that I'm sure will be solved with a, a copious amount of shock and awe shortly, but probably not in time for work. I mean, it's one of those it's one of those situations where we're kind of in our first world problems, going, oh no, what about my little box full of cards that I want to use for this game that I play? Um, but you know, it's like there have been rumours that the stuff is available. Or not, if not available, is ready for distribution in North America, um, and you know people are kind of saying maybe there'll be stuff to purchase at Adepticon, and that's cool that they're sorting us out. That you know if we want to use these things, we can go over, we can buy the official product, and we can use it, and that's fine. Um, like kind of going another layer deeper, it's it's a bit like oh, but then our our game store instead of selling. 10 copies of that product will order 10 and then we'll sell two because eight of us bought it in America. Um, and, you know, it's like all of that revenue. They then say, well, Star Wars stuff doesn't sell. The last time I bought a release, I bought 10 and I only sold two. So now I'm not going to order 10 of the next one. I'm not going to order any at all unless somebody asks me for it. Um, so it's like this kind of spiral. Um, and I do wonder thinking with my work head about strategy versus tactic 
of the tactic of going right we'll make it available for everybody at worlds by having a big stack of them at worlds and selling them for 25 dollars a pop and they can just buy them and it's fine will that have an ongoing or a knock-on effect i don't know if it will i don't know if there is going to be future product because we still don't know there's been no announcements so you know we're waiting to see what what it is that's if anything is going to be announced at adepticon uh, for x-wing but you know there might be a knock-on effect on the community um or there might not and everybody might say uh, which was my initial response that's really cool because even if i'm not flying battle over endor stuff I can pick it up and I can bring it home and then I can start using it straight away at Worlds. And if I do decide to pivot to an Endor list, what I would like to know is that if it's definitely the case, like I'd like the communication to come out to say, um, you know, we will have this product available for you to buy. So feel free to build lists so that you can use it. But even that is kind of pushing it to the edge of, you know, viability because officially none of us have had a chance to play with any of it because we don't have the cards and you know we can't use the third party apps and dts and all the other software that amg have to pretend doesn't exist and if they say yep we launched it it's all available as of today for you all to use so um here it is now you can use it in worlds from tomorrow then they kind of have to acknowledge that play testers and people who are using third-party apps have had an advantage over people who just picked it up and gone oh slot this card in he looks fun he gets white k turns he must be good turns out not or whatever but equally there are people out there that have been practicing practicing with battle or adjacent ships like you know, toby yeah. took rex didn't he to liam's event so he was he was flying with a defender yes the abilities are slightly different but yeah yeah that's very true it's true. Um, I'm happy. I don't know if any of this is real or if it's just people on the internet saying what they think is going to happen without any actual knowledge. You know, it could just be people on the internet saying, oh, well, it would make sense if. And it's like, it would make sense if. Do we know if that's what's happening or are we just hoping that it makes sense if? Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, so, We've decided to leave it legal for STO because we you know we've made the announcement. People have been prepping and practicing. We're not going to revert on anything. Um, and if it is going to be legal for Worlds, which all of the signals from MG say it is, um, then we want people um, to be able to um, see the STO as like a, a forerunner for that, for the meta, um, to maybe shape some stuff. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what comes out of it. Um, I have no idea, by the way, what is going to... like. I think it's very open and might actually be an interesting topic of conversation is um, if you had to pick one list now off the top of your head, irrespective of player and who's playing it, if you had to pick one list now that is in for a shout of taking a top event prize, what would you pick? We'll say Ben first. Pick. Has it got to include the new ships? No, but thinking about the meta that they've created. I mean, that... That um, uh, I6 Imperialist is definitely going to win something in the right hands. Probably someone mm-hmm. like Duncan or Dale. People who love aces and have just yeah, been waiting yeah. for them to come and back. They, they've already got the practice in. Yeah. Or like a Cormac. Cormac's very good with aces as well. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Liam? What's your thought? What's your Resistance big bad? Fives. Still? Resistance fives, yeah, I think they're just ridiculously solid. I think anyone who takes those with a good shot winning an event. Mm-hmm. 
So like, I I still think that there's something in five ship resistant uh, five ship Republic. Uh, let me start again. I still think that there's something in five ship <laughs> rebel. Um, and I don't know if one of those five ships is Han still, or whether Han gets broken down into two other ships, um, or Han plus one gets broken down into two different ships um, or three different ships. But I think that what they've got in Battle Over Endor, plus what they had available to them already in Luke, um, is really, really powerful. Um, but again, that's a, that's a very much depends on the player, I think, because I think we'll see a lot of those in the, in the mid to lower tables, because a lot of it depends on good target priority, good range control, making good decisions. It's not, they're none of them autopilot lists, right? Um, the autopilot Han has yeah. been taken away. And even autopilot Han was an autopilot because if you flew him badly, he got killed and you lost the game. But I don't think we have really autopilot lists anymore. Not like we used to have. No. Like you definitely, you know, you still have to fly, you have to at least know how things work these days. There's no yeah. four TLT Y wings anymore, you know. Yeah. What about you, Tim? What's your thoughts on this one? It's interesting because, like, you know, I've played against some of the new Rebel stuff, so I think Lando's in with a good shout of uh, appearing. I think he's mm-hmm. got some interesting bits. Um, but, you know, I think Falcons are still strong. Like, Han is still strong. Different builds. Um, Poe Falcon's still strong. Um, yeah. Um, I, I obviously would say that, you know, you, you've got to still consider Republic up there. I think Siege, yeah. Siege of Coruscant, born for this, is still a very strong ability. Um, and you will see that there or thereabouts. Um, I think some of the Battle of End- Endor stuff is a little bit, feels a bit like a trap. And I don't mean mm. that in a kind of a pun, but like, I think some of the new stuff looks good on paper, but actually on practice won't be all that. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. Like, I, I played yeah. against the Tycho, and obviously, yeah, Tycho seems great on paper, um, but he still died in the first engagement because he couldn't roll enough natural evades. Mm hmm. Yeah. Bloody Tycho. And this is it, but you, you'll get that with the Aces as well. Yeah, you know, like, Sinter's ability seems great for keeping him alive if he doesn't take too many shots and isn't, you know, and rolls the right results. And Sinter's still going to die range-free obstructed, as he always does. You know, I think um, I played played a game last week um, and his Anakin Eater died in the last turn because he was on... They only take one damage and, and survive most of the game with one damage. Last turn, decided to blank out to a nothing shot and died. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, that's just you know sometimes what aces do. Um, so we'll see. I think uh, reliability is going to be strong. So, you, like you say, you you resistant five ship definitely still in a good shout. Yeah, I think it's a fair shout that there's some stuff that hasn't changed, um, and has still got what it had before. Um, and it was on the top then. So, like the the thing that won LVO, or if it didn't win it, it came second to the FO thing that won F, uh, LVO, which was the arcs. It was just the born for the six clone spam. Um, yeah. That hasn't been hit um, at all. Um, and a lot of stuff that was on a par with it in the meta has been nerfed a little bit, um, but it hasn't been. Um, so, like, Unless somebody finds something from the new stuff that's as good as that, then that kind of thing always has a always has a shout. So, um, yeah, I think it's also interesting to point out that Han is still good. He's just 
you need a little bit more thought in how you play with him because he's not just two banking, taking two focuses, rolling two double modded shots. You need to think about your target selection and have a primary target and a secondary target because you've only got one focus and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he is still good. Um, he's just not. Well, as I say, so last week I played Aurelian in the league and he mm-hmm. ran Lando and Hahn. And Han had taken Bay's malice, so it is Han was flown very differently, very much a front arc and in your face, taking lots of focus, rolling lots of you know, arm double modded shots and stuff. And and Lando was actually the one that was the sort of you know, battleshipping around and using this you know side arcs and stuff. So very different way of playing it, but still viable. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just like trying to think back to the last time we had a points change, and it was almost 12 months ago. Um, and it was it was, it was post, just post worlds. Yeah, post worlds. Yeah. Um, and the big bogeymen that turned up then were things like Vader bombers, loads of T70s. Um, there was, you know, kind of big. Padme things that turned up fairly quickly because we had Siege of Coruscant that came out at around the same time. Um, but like the initial big bads were Vader bombers and T-70s. And while they were good and they won some early events and they placed well in follow-up events after that, they eventually fell off because other things turned back up again that could combat the beef. Um, and it's actually reminded me back to some version one times of... Um, where you had the beef versus aces versus swarm, where the aces could out joist the or could out maneuver the beef, the swarm could the beef could out kill the swarm, but the swarm could out swarm the aces, and it was like we're getting or we seem to be heading back into that kind of it's not quite rock paper scissors, but people are upping the ship count to deal with the fact that there's going to be high numbers of aces. Um, Dave has pointed out that um, YV, Triple Sixes, Bosk and Afra and the Party Bus, they love playing against aces, even aces with horribly big, powerful attacks, because they can ride out those one or two big attacks and then murder you back with all the Party Bus shenanigans. So big ships like Jumpmasters and like Dengar and Bosk, they actually like a low ship count meta. So, you know, if people are going to drop down to four ships, in Empire so that they can fit in Suntir, Jendon and Vader, for example, or whatever, um, then those party buses might come back in. Those kind of off-meta lists might start turning up and wrecking people's days because, you know, if you spend all your tokens to do the murder, then you can't stop the murder coming back at you at I-4 or I-1 or whatever. So, yeah, it's all... It's the. It's not quite the Wild West. It's more like the. It's mostly. It's mostly civilized, but every so often somebody looks over the hill and sees bedlam. Um, it's just it's a bit, bit of a weird situation because we still know what's good. It's just about whether the new stuff is as good as the old good stuff. So. Anyway. Ben, gonna ask you a question. Are no, you prepared well for the weekend? Are you prepared for the weekend? You're... Yeah, mostly, mate. We've got we've got like a little spreadsheet thing and uh, some sort of points to hit, but 
I'm just going to go over it a couple of times to get it stuck in my head, but mostly, yeah. yeah. That little spreadsheet thing that we've been working for months to pull together all the right information so that you've got everything at hand when you need it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really <laughs> want to go. I'm just saying it's there. It's good. <laughs> no, it's um, Sean and... Uh, you keep patting yourself on the back. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not me. It's not me. Sean made little... So everything that's in your head that normally we can just ask you if you're in the middle of a game, we need to be able to find it somewhere. So make sure it's all written down. So we've been like bit at a time, just putting stuff in there so that every most questions can be answered without needing to come in. But, and ultimately, you know, there's going to be three or four people running the event and then a load of people around as well. So, um, I mean, we can talk I about say, though, right? Let's have now, um, if anyone does have any, sort of weird rule interactions, now is the time to ask, because you might be sad on how it gets ruled when you get there. Yeah, give us time. Actually, we'll probably send that out on an yeah. email. Um, give us time to yeah, like, it's worth figure doing, out the right answer. You know, Don't save it to be some sort of gotcha moment, because, uh, yeah, if it gets ruled against you, then you'll be the one getting gotcha'd. Yeah, we're not going to pause a game for 10 minutes while we go and read 47 different points of rules interactions and try and figure out the ability queue. Um, again, we're going to just rule it the way that seems to make sense and it might make you sad. It's basically the long and the short of it. So if you've got something that you think is fussy, and a few people have like asked questions about things like Gemma's ability and you know how the sequence of events happens and can I do this and can I do that? And it's like, yeah, that kind of thing makes sense to ask it early rather than trying to figure it out on the fly and then sticking your hand up and a hand up and asking a judge who doesn't know either um, because they're trying to figure it out on the fly as well. So, yeah, if you've got any weird interactions, just do let us know ASAP. I've got a um, general housekeeping question. Yes. Uh, should all lists be printed out? And if so, with us already, already having proxies of... Battle of a battle over Endor stuff. Would it be best to say no to inf infinite arenas because there'll just be so many different versions of ships out there, and we we're still going to be unfamiliar with the new battle over Endor. So two two points. One is um, we've already said that you can use infinite arenas, but you must have the original cards with you and you must use the original cards if your opponent asks you to. Um, so because uh, infinite arenas is quite crowded, so it's difficult to see what's going on on the other side of the board. Um, so that is already um, something that we've asked players to make sure that they have the cards with them. Um, we're not just doing that to be um, annoying. Um, people buying product supports game stores and keeps the game alive. Um, and this is a hundred and something person event and we're allowing a type of proxy already. Um, so if you are going to use infinite arenas, then you need to make sure that you've got the right cards with you for, for your ships as well. Um, we don't want people just saying, oh, I've got, you know, I've only got one copy of vectored cannons. So I've just printed out three copies. That's fine, isn't it? Um, it's not. You need to have the the official cards. The only way you can get away with printouts is if it's an errated card. Um, so things like BB units, ferrosphere paint, 
uh, I don't know, things that have dealt to seven Bs. There are no official cards for those, so anything that's print and play, you can get away with not having an official card version of it. Um, but yeah, for most stuff, you do need to have the the, the cards. Um, in terms of um, printing out copies of lists to share with your opponents, um, all of the lists will be in long shanks and everybody has a smartphone. Um, if you find it easier to have a piece of uh, to have it on a piece of paper that you can show to your opponent, um, then you can do that. Um, make sure it's legible if you're going to write it out or print it out. But yeah, I mean, both of the apps, both Yasby and um, Launch Bay Next, have got like QR code scanning abilities for you to transfer your list to your opponent so they can have it. You know, you can. Or you can just look at it on Longshank, so you can, you know, read the cards or whatever. But um, we're not going to mandate. Would, sorry, with, with that though, uh, when you're submitting your list, you must use Yasby. So, yes. uh, although I prefer Launch Bay Next on my mobile, um, the Yas it needs to have the Yasby URL from the text output in in your list submission, so they can pull that from the stream. Don't use Launch Bay Next for your Longshanks list submission, please. Yeah, and it's not just about if you're going to be on stream, it also helps with um, during the event for um, pulling stats and stuff like that. I'll, if everything's in the same format, it really helps with pulling stats and allowing people to to know what's going on. So, um, yeah, right, cool. That's the STO. Um, I, I typed all my list out in Wingdings and submitted that. Is that okay? You've already uh, asked that on the Facebook page. No, I said I was going to do it. Yeah, well, this is it. You know, you're trying to rile up Nikki, which is uh, never a good thing because then you anger the entire population of Cornwall. Wouldn't it oh, be embarrassing? Yeah, of them. <laughs> wouldn't it be embarrassing, Liam, if you didn't make cut due to being dead in a ditch because Nikki had beaten you to death with the wet end of your own arm? It sounds like I've just gotten what I wanted. <laughs> or, or even uh, You'll take any human contact at this point. Or even crash out so hard. <laughs> you know, say crash out so hard you don't even feature on the stream. Then uh, you know the windings never comes up. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm hoping to be. Uh, I'm hoping to be selected for not ever being on the stream um, until I've done well enough that I can't say no. Um, but I understand that uh, they pick interesting lists. Um, surely, surely, as a head organizer, you should be on the stream first game. Uh, do you know? Do you know? I think last year they had they wanted to put on the defending champion, but Machia wasn't there, so they just were like, "Oh, right." And this year, fans not coming, so we can't have the defending champion on again. So um, Nick tends to just pick out what will be interesting lists um, to go up, um, and uh, I guess you know, or or he'll sometimes pick like he'll look down the. Uh, pairings for round one and see what looks like a good a good match like oh there's two players that wouldn't have expected to meet in round one let's put them on stream kind of thing um so but we'll see how it goes we've only like most of the players are happy to be on stream so you know as with any um tournament the quality of x-wing is entirely random for most of most of the stream content even even on the final of the top four you're never quite sure what's going to happen in that, right, Liam? <laughs> I played two games on stream last year and I won one. Didn't I, Tim? <laughs> I, felt sorry. Yes. I, I felt sorry for you. Understandable. 
and I'll take the win. Right. Um, so, like, that's the STO, basically. That's it talked about. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. Keep getting random little messages from people and, like, kind of saying they're really excited to come and they're really happy to come and they're really looking forward to it. I still can't quite believe it when I look down the albeit, as previously mentioned, slightly shorter than we would like um, Sith Taker open list of people, um, which is still, as of recording, at 103 people. So going to have to do another shout out in a bit. But, you know, I think, Tim, you did a post earlier on in the week. You know, we've got uh, Netherlands, we've got France, we've got Germany, we've got, I think, Costa Rica. Um, Costa Rica via Spain. Yeah. Costa Rica via Spain, we've got Italy, we've got, you know, obviously the UK, we've got Ireland, we've got Northern Ireland, we've got Scotland, you know, we've got Poland, we've got Wales, we've got Cornwall, we've got, you know, so many different countries. We've got the United States of America, we've got Norway, we've got, I think, one Swedish person still coming. Um, So, you know, we've got this huge kind of variety of people coming from all over um to come and play play in the event i was actually really happy to spot that we had um fifth i think it was 13 or 14 uh card carrying sith takers coming as well which is great you know to know that our our community is still there and there's a lot of people who don't get to come down every tuesday night but every time we run a big event um you know they're first on the list or you know they sign up asap so um yeah, and for anybody who's a bit of a fanboy of um, painting, Enigma War Gaming will be there, but he'll be in disguise as a mild-mannered golf professional from Ultra. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to try and find him. He'll be like, <laughs> which one is he? Behind, he'll be dragging you behind the bins, asking if you want to buy some knockoff golf tees. <laughs> <laughs> and get your lake balls, and get your lake balls, 100 for a quid. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I was chatting to I was chatting to Jason earlier in the week when he was showing off the um the best in faction ships, which like every time I look at the ships that I've started painting, and then and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm definitely getting better. My painting's getting better. I can see definite improvements from the things I painted last year to what I'm painting now. And then he paints something up, and I know from talking to him that he works really quickly, and I know that he's done them in like an hour each or something like that. And I'm just like. It's ridiculous. Just stop it. Like, just behave yourself. But he ceases to, well, he continues to not behave himself and to be incredibly gifted. So, um, yeah, I very nearly changed faction just so that I could try and win some one of those ships that I particularly fancied the look of. But as it is, hopefully I'll win another A-Wing. Probably not. It's good. Which, uh, I oh, Liam! Actually, I'm not winning anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you get stuff though. You you get all the participation oh, no. prizes and a bit of this and a bit of that, and you get fifty percent off uh, beer because you're the TO. So oh, that's a dangerous uh, wreck yourself. Um, I've already said I'm going to behave myself Saturday. <laughs> Friday, <laughs> sorry. I make it's no one, such promise. I'm not it's one of the good things. Saturday. No, Saturday, all better off. Um, it's one of the good things about being the TO element events is that they do look after you because they recognize that you're just a community member who's running a big event at their venue. So they give you like 50% off alcohol and free soft drinks. So I never take advantage of it because I was usually driving. But um, so yeah, I'll get my money's worth via coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
of my 15th coffee of the day, please, Rupert. Thank you very well, much. This is what, why, why do you think I book a hotel opposite the venue? Yeah, I, oh, no, I, have, I have for Saturday night this time, and I think for future years I will as well. But Tim, didn't yeah. you paint, paint the bathroom with that 50% off advantage you had? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe means yes. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. Well, hang on, me and Tim have been to so, a lot of places together, and I have never seen him that drunk before. Sorry, is Liam giving me grief for getting drunk on half-price alcohol when you got drunk on full-price alcohol? Who's the idiot here? <laughs> uh, Tim, you bought most of my drinks. I don't think I did. Oh, I don't remember then, but I had a great time. <laughs> Liam can't remember who bought his drinks, which means it was definitely not him. <laughs> People would buy me drinks. To be fair... Ernestus bought me a load of drinks, hoping I'd be too drunk to make cut, and that backfired. Because <laughs> you made cut and they didn't, right? <laughs> Correct. Oh well. Um, yeah, like it amazed, like it amazed me. Oh, I forgot about Greece because I forgot that Demetrius had moved to Greece from London. Um, but yeah, we've got. It's going to be really cool, and I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to meeting everybody. So, like, please do come and say hello. Like, it can be intimidating. This is something to say as well, because I remember when I went to my first big event, it was one of the properly big system opens, but it wasn't the huge. It was like a 350-person one or maybe a 400-person one. It was the one before they got enormous. Um, I don't mean that is enormous, but it's weird to say. Um, but I remember just sitting and feeling really like I don't know any of these people. Everybody's talking, and it's all just people who go to tournaments all the time, just chatting to each other because they've met each other. Um, if this is your first big tournament or if you don't know people, I can guarantee you that if you just start chatting to the people next to you, they'll chat back, um, and the odds are that you'll meet somebody from a different part of the country. Um, don't limit your social interactions to the five people that you see across the table, um, and you know do come and talk to us if you see us. We'll all be walking around with our names on the back of our T-shirts. Um, we'll be wearing Sith Takers um, eSports shirts with our names on the back. Um, so we'll be fairly visible. Because we are athletes. <laughs> hey, if darts players can call themselves athletes, so can we. They can't. Darts isn't even a sport. Oh. The closest darts comes to being a sport is when you play it on the Nintendo Wii and then it's technically an eSport. And that's the closest it gets. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll die on that hill. Fair enough. You might die full of tiny little arrows on that hill. Yeah. Like toothpicks. <laughs> It'd be like Gulliver's Travels, wouldn't it? <laughs> They're pretty sharp. I've had one in my foot before. I was quite sore. But, um, yeah, so, okay, that's the taker open. Uh, we've got a few other things to talk about, um, but not a huge amount, um, I'll be honest with you. Um, the Welsh Open has been um, announced for 2024. It is going to be in July, on the 6th and 7th of July. Um, there is a Facebook event already up for it. Um, it's being hosted again at Firestorm Games in Cardiff. Um, by Dylan Jones and the rest of the Exile Squadron, who are mostly coming to the Sith Taker Open, except for Dylan, because he had insufficient permission to get to the STO and Worlds, so he opted to go to Chicago instead, which I think is fair enough. Um, so information about the event is, it is 64 players cap, 
Um, so, uh, and they are already um, a good way into that ticket number um, without any significant promotion. So um, it is £30 a ticket uh, for five rounds of Swiss on day one and then a top cut elimination on day two. Uh, plus a side event on day two as well. So looks like they're going to cut to 16 if they're running a four-round side event on day two. So, uh, yeah, same prices as us. Uh, it's at Firestorm Games in Cardiff, and we'll see what is included. Uh, hot lunch on Saturday is included in the ticket price, but not on Sunday. But the cafe is open on Sunday, so hot lunch. Mm. Outdoing us there, Dylan. Outdoing us there. Hot lunch. Gonna have to up our game next year. Is the hot lunch because they've just had to chase the sheep and it's worked up a temperature? <laughs> this is Cardiff. This is this is urban Wales. Urban Wales. Okay, okay. Sheep with knives. I hear you. So yeah, if you search on Facebook the Welsh Open 2024, or if you go to any of the places where X Wing is talked about online, uh, you'll be able to see a link for it. Uh, we'll stick a link up in our Discord, um, and we'll post some links to it after the STO as well, so that it doesn't get drowned in uh, posts uh, post event, uh, which is always a bit of a worry. Um, so yeah, uh, the event. I think uh, Tim and Ben, you went last year to the Welsh Open, didn't you? Liam, did you go? No, I didn't. I didn't go. Ben stood me up. Ah, so uh, you were I, supposed to be going, and then you didn't. No, I uh, had a wonderful time on my own. But no, it was good. Like the venue was great. Um, the food is good. In fairness, I think and, I had to go somewhere else. Um, you just being boring, I thought. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's well worth the trip. I'm not sure if I'll make it this time, but we shall see. Yeah, I'm going to try, but it very much depends on whether I'm in France. I might be in France. Was it after I'd had the snip? No. Maybe. Maybe actually. No, what, what, no, it wasn't. What event was that? Wasn't that, just oh, that was the team to... event, weren't it? Yeah. Yes, it was a team event. You'd had the snip and you couldn't act the sesh. Yeah. There you go. I had very sore plums. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is like, it's really cool. Um, so, it's a two day event. Um, as I say, 64 players. Um, I think they've grown it a bit since last year. I think they uh, they shrunk it down a little bit. So um, if you do want to go and you do want to guarantee that you get a ticket, then you should because it is a very busy game store. So uh, if they don't sell enough tickets fast enough, there's a chance that the venue will start to uh, constrict the play space for the Open. So, um, yeah, make sure that you, if you want to go, you get a ticket so you don't miss out. Um, and, yeah, reach out to Dylan if you've got any questions. Uh, and I'm just trying to read this while I'm talking to see if they've got any cool announcements, but they don't, not yet. That'll all come. That'll all come. Um, they don't want to get lost in it. the Sith Takers spamming everywhere about this, that, and the other price support that we've got or whatever, um, which is just standard behavior for us at this point. I'd like to say we'd apologize for the announcements and the notifications you're getting, but we're not sorry. Hey, we're not sorry I think all. we've only been doing one a day, so at the moment it's quite... Uh... Quite lame. Wait until you get a day or two before the event. <laughs> one on the page, one on the event. That's the thing. There's one on the Sith Takers page and one on the event per day. So it might, might, might be more than one. But um, yeah, and uh, it was nice. I, I had a I had a lovely thought, actually, when you posted that Joe Churchman, who's traveling from 
UTC minus six, so kind of Midwest America. Um, I'm not sure exactly which bit of America he's in, but he's he's uh, he he has already started his journey because he's having a week in Ireland um, to kind of see Ireland because he's never been to it before before he travels over for the Open. So uh, he's uh, he's already hit Ireland and proved that Ireland to Americans is tiny, as he flew into Dublin and then went somewhere called Castle Wellen, which is for an Irish person really far and you wouldn't do that in a day especially not after landing um from a transatlantic flight but he just did that he just did that little hop <laughs> it's like fair enough okay grand um but yeah it's cool to see that people have started traveling and stuff already it's all looking good um i'm so excited and getting to play the pre-event nerves haven't actually kicked in yet i'll be a nervous wreck by friday <laughs> it's fine it's all good Right. As long um, as you just, you're already sorted with a list. You don't need to worry about changing lists. No. All you need to do is pack that bag now. It's packed. And you sorted. It's behind me. Good it's boy. packed. Like, I've got so much stuff. I'm not going to know what to do with the space in my office once I get rid of all these bags of prizes <laughs> for the STO. Like, genuinely, I've got two bags for life full, another two shoe boxes, and then I've got a whole doll with my stuff in it. And I'm just like, and and there's more things that I could be bringing, but I'm not like that. I'm saving for a future event that's just like bigger stuff, but not like game tokens and things. And then that doesn't even include the first prize trophy because that's being carefully couriered up from the southwest by Steve. Um, well, there's a load who of, I won't hear. Load of Onyx Squadron stuff in the boot of my car as well. Oh. God, yeah, I don't even have everything. You've got stuff. Yeah. Ben, you've got, have you got stuff in your car as well, Ben? No. No. I gave not everything anymore. I had left to you. Ah, oh, that's okay. I have a feeling that Sean might have a bit, few bits and bobs. I know Pond's bringing a couple of things for us. Um, Steve is bringing uh, the trophy. Tim's got the Onyx Squadron. That's something actually we've not really talked about. It is going to be mad because I have seen so many of those cards. Because you've got the Onyx Squadron cards, then you've got the foils, and then you've also got ultra foils, and all of the cards have gotten an ultra foil version. So, like, if you want Ray Ultra Foil, or if you pull Ray Ultra Foil, what you have to do is go and find the two players that love Ray more than anything in the world, Tom Fields and Matt Coggins, and make them fight for it for your amusement. Um, and repeat for any pilot, to be honest with you, you know, I'm pretty sure that we could get. Um, Jojo fighting somebody for an ultrafoil Vader, like if somebody pulls one or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like it's gonna be so much fun. That Pokemon card pack endorphin rush is gonna be crazy. Well, what I have mentioned, and I'll do it before the event, is I'll create a separate Facebook event page just for Swap Shop. Um, so there'll be um, some simple rules just for Onyx Squadron Alt Arts. Basically, one post per person. You can post a picture of what cards you got, and you can do you arrange your swapsies through there. No buying and selling. Straight up swapping. Swapsies. Yeah, one for one. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like. I've seen other people talking about and getting excited by those um, cards at other events, but there's gonna be at least one pack per person there might be some other packs on the bounty table if we've got some left over after everyone who's played has got one um 
And to make sure there is a pack per person, so there should be enough. Yeah. I will also be in the spare bunch up. Like, I, I'm pretty sure we've got one per person and enough to put everybody who's volunteering a pack and still have some left over to put on the table, I think. So it's going to be like, it's going to be crazy at lunchtime with people trading those. Um, and it's cool. Like, it's just cool. Um, massive thanks to the Onyx Squadron guys for sending them over to us um, so that we can get them spread out into the community so that everybody can have this little bit of fun. Um, because that, you know, is what this is all about. It's not about, you know, well, it's about playing X-Wing, but where you can get your fun is just as important. It doesn't matter, does it? So, um well, it's everything that goes right. around events and, you know, competitive play and stuff. It's why we, you know, we don't just play the game for, you know, playing the game. We do it for the people and the socialising and all that that goes with it. Yeah. I'm so sad because I don't have, um, I don't have stuff to give people this year. Like previous years, I've always made like target locks or something. I don't have something to give people this year. But I think you've arranged a fair enough of, Swag for people this year. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll no, get. I'll get over my disappointment. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Uh, you, can, I mean, you, you can go I'm... to your opponents and you can demand them give you stuff. Go, yeah, that see that participation prize there. Yeah, I gave you that. Yeah, that was me. I arranged that. Leave me alone. It's not my fault. Um, no, I mean, I'm just looking at like uh, <laughs> STO like pictures from last year. Um, and in one of them, I'm actually playing a game, which means it's from the Friday night before. Um, and then like just seeing the hole full of people and then actually just thinking, do you know what? There was only, I think, 92 people there at the end of last year. Um, so there's going to be another like 40 X-Wing players. There's going to be no 40K players filling up one corner of the room. It's just going to be front to back X-Wing and it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Super excited. Right. Okay. Other things to talk about? Anybody? No. 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 Okay. Um Oh actually, uh actually, I suppose it's less important. But week yeah, week four of the Sift Taker League, isn't it? Online league. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the cat who says that? Is that a meme? No. Totally for the young people. Yeah. It's like a cat and it goes the woman goes. Do you want some biscuits? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> it just meows and sounds like it's saying yes, does it? No, I'm pre- I can't even remember. I think it may even just be a voiceover of someone going, yeah. Oh. All right, fair enough. But it looks like the cat saying it. <laughs> right. So, so what, what, what was like that? Cats. So what was that we were going to talk about? We're going to talk about the online league. Well, I just uh, said, obviously, we're, we're into week four now, aren't we? So yeah. uh, how, how many rounds are we playing? Are we playing eight this time? Yeah. But yeah, halfway through. Which means we'll get the games yeah. in before Worlds then, won't we? Mish. I think the last week will tickle over into Worlds. Which means that the last week will be a bit delayed. But there's always a bit of a delay at the end so that people can get the catch-up games played. Yeah, I usually leave a little bit just for catch-ups. Yeah, I'm I'm 3-0, so nowhere to go but down from here. I'm quite looking forward to my inevitable plunge into mid-table obscurity. Um, Because if I continue winning, then I'll end up in the top division next season and then I'll just be scared and sad the whole time. 
Oh, Rich, believe me, you're not going in the top division. <laughs> Just out of spite. Does, doesn't matter if I finish top of division two. Nope. Down you go. No matter how you finish, I'll be like, oh, no, Rich is going down. Sad times. Oh, still in division two. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, no, you'll it's always been... be on the cusp, but never be... you're never yeah. going to be granted the rank of master. <laughs> No, it's really it's been lovely actually. I've I've got to play um three games already against um I think uh oh I can't remember. It was um Travis Johansson, so he's from kind of um middle of America as well. Um that was a fun one to try and schedule, like because we both kept having work stuff interacting, but we got it done on, on about the fourth attempt. Um and then I got to play against um Oh, his name's disappeared out of my head. Um, oh, Polish fella, really good player as well. And I, I made out like an absolute bandit, and I felt bad. Uh, fun Dan, that's it, Fun Dan. Um, he's not Polish, he's Croatian, I think. He's got a Polish flag next to his name. Ignore me. Evidently, I'm um, racist. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I could be wrong. Um, I could be looking at the okay, flag. Just we'll settle this fairly. You're both racist. Yeah, fair enough. The dream. Um, but yeah, I made out like an absolute bandit and stole a game off Fundan and felt actually quite bad. Um, yeah, he's got a Polish flag next to his name. Um, and then I got to play against Mark Packer Hughes as well. So, um, like three people from different countries um, playing. And that's kind of the purpose of the of the Sith Taker League is just to get games in against people at about your skill level. Um, so you know the the reason we do the sorting league and the reason why we split into divisions is that you're not going to be constantly playing against players that are nth degrees above you, but in your or, or below you. But in your league, you know you'll eventually rise to the top and then you'll go up into the next league above um, as you improve. Um, so, you know, you, you should be playing against players over a roughly equivalent skill level. So, yeah, um, I'm do, I'm only saying that because Crispy's in my league and he came ninth in Worlds, so whatever. Um, so didn't win, and, got it. No, and Dom Flanagan, I'm just doing, <laughs> I'm doing a great job of dodging the really good players. That's all I'm doing at the moment. Um, <laughs> no, he says he says with a low-key insult sideswipe that the people have already played against, but not, not intended. Yeah, so um, you're saying the ones you played are rubbish. Got it. Exactly. Um, Everyone <laughs> needs to take Rich out now. Yeah. Yeah, do me. <laughs> um, no, it's it's why I've, it's why I've <laughs> I started enjoying it. That's why I've started enjoying that swarm because you know I've been playing it against decent players, um, and that they've just kind of amazing. been like, I, I, "If I was wanting width. to do well, that's the list I would bring." Don't tell anybody. No, it's fine. Um, it's talks about it loads. It's got weaknesses, like it, it does have weaknesses. Like it's there's a lot of three uh, single modded shots in it. So if your dice just go a little bit cold, like I fully lost a game once because wedge behind Fen Rao rolling three dice, wedging an A-wing, rolling three dice with crack shot and marksmanship. And it was like, Fen is tokenless. We'll get one from a, a Concordia conversion. Um, and I rolled blank, blank focus twice while Fen was there without a token. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just rolls one evade, Concordia is the other one. Can't even crack shot. 
It's just like, oh, come on. Made me nearly put Predator on. Do, do you want do you wanna concord it? No, no, it's fine. Cool. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh it's one of the one that one of the games was very much kind of yeah yeah you know where you just constantly you know each other's lists as well as yeah each other and you're just like reminding each other of triggers the whole way through as a as a way to remember it's one of the reasons that the game i played against travis johansson actually was a lovely game because like we were just the whole way through just like almost cheerleading each other um but i ended up feeling really bad because i blocked his pool falcon on a rock for like three turns and <laughs> i was just like this like I'm happy because I've achieved that. I also feel bad because you're not getting to have fun because I've switched your really fun piece off. Um, but I'll give you one guess and you'll get it right. Which rock did I block him on? The smallest one. Yep, the mustache. I was just about to say the mustache. Yeah, and hilariously, I then flew one of my ships over the mustache because it was entirely obscured by his base. So I completely forgot it was there because he'd been sitting there for three turns. I was like, yeah, I'll just fly over there. It'll be fine. Oh, rock. Yeah, forgot about that. Oh, well. <laughs> but I mean, it was a genuinely lovely game. Um, so anyway, I've got um inevitable disappointment. Are you winning at the minute, Liam? How are you doing uh, in the Jedi Council? Uh, I'm one and two. Uh, so I lost to Currenton. Okay, fair enough. He's decent. And I lost to Misha MJ, okay. which is another Polish player, and he was very good as well. Uh, look, I haven't had a bad game. I did beat Matt Vickery in what seemed to be, I think it was like a 21-18 thriller or something. It was such a hard game, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a lot of fun. I'm enjoying myself, and that's all that it- matters. It's really cool getting to play games. Like I massively appreciate it because I hate going into LFG and random channels, but being able to be like, no, I get like two organized games a week, one from this and one from something else, um, just makes me feel a little bit more cheerful. Um, it say, it tells me that you've got what one win and two draws, Liam. Uh, that's because me, Currenton. Oh, is that because Ben Misha. started on his admin? Yeah. Right, well, we had to I played those like a week after I should have. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. I was going to say, how's Tim doing? But I can look. Yeah, all, last, all missed games. I'm not going to update until like right at the very end. Yeah, my draw is genuine. Me and Chris Black had a very close game. Um, and... Uh, a very unfortunate turn of events. I think we, we basically ended in a draw. But, um, I played a very sick um, Aurelian, and I want to shout him out because he's one of my favourite people. An X-Wing, lovely guy. Uh, he wasn't particularly well, but was able to move his time to basically better fit with me because he was off work. And then I made him very sad, um, beating up uh, the Lando, Han, Tycho, Sabine list that he Mm-hmm. It was very interesting to see, like, um, I got to see, obviously, It's a Trap, um, you know, triggering from Tycho, I saw Lando's ability to use the barrel roll um, to get out of a plasma torpedo range, um, so little things like that was quite interesting to see, but ultimately, you know, swarm into the two big ships, I think was a decent matchup for me. Yeah. 
it's uh, I think it's one of the other cool things about the league is that a lot of people don't use their kind of top meta thing. No, they no. will yeah. like use it as an opportunity to try out other ships. Like sometimes people will just be like, no, I just need to rep this thing and get, which is what I've been doing um, in fairness. But a lot of people are like, you know, oh, I've had this weird shower thought this morning about what would happen if I put this upgrade on that ship. And then I built a list around it. And now that's what you're playing against. And you're just like, all right, cool. Let's see. Might be awesome. Um, so it's good fun. Right. I think we'll wrap it up there because it feels like we've been stretching this content rather thin for about the last 10 minutes. Um, so um, suffice to say, I'm super excited for the weekend and I'm really looking forward to seeing all of you. Um, I've already shouted out all of my opponents from the league. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to round it out with NCX. I've got drawn on uh, NJO is my team with Liam and Connor. Some other people. Um, did we get somebody else we know? And Cat Cat Patrick is our is our captain. So we're all in a little team together. So we'll all be Sith Taker friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so shout out to the NJO team uh, for me. Any shout outs for me, Liam? No. Not even bored in Brum. Bored in Brum. All right. What about Adam? And sadness. He's feeling left out. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ben? Um, I'm going to shout out Pintar again because he said thank you last time. What, is he listening? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I spoke to Pintar the other day and he's like, has Ben been telling everyone I'm coming to the STO? I'm like, yes, he has. And he's like, I told him to keep it a secret. I didn't think it was a secret. Oh, it's going to be good. It's Will's fault for not no, explicitly I... stating it. In fact, it's Will's fault for sending me voice messages instead of texting me, so I could have gone back and checked. Like, he also like might think he's like some ex-sniper, but he's not exactly going to sneak into the room, is he? He's like eight, eight foot tall. <laughs> eight foot tall and, lo- and loud as hell. I was going to say, in, incapable of speaking uh, below a uh, bellow, not having an inside voice. Um. <laughs> he's a super bad influence to me because he likes guitars and stuff too so we're either talking about like mini games that we want to buy or more guitars that we want to buy <laughs> so the, the best thing about Will is that genuinely if you're playing at the very back of the room you will hear him arrive in the shop which is about 50 <laughs> metres away across a crowded room and you will hear him arrive because he greets everybody he meets as if they're his best friend and he's not seen them for ages. And it's lovely. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him again. So, yes. Um, cool. Shout out to Will. Tim, shout outs from you? Uh, yeah, I'll give um, my Captain Chris a shout out for NCX as well. So I'm a berserker this year. Um I think the only person I know is Tim Open. I think I've played against him uh, previously, but everybody else is new, so it'll be uh, nice to sort of get to know them a bit more over the season. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about NCX um, once we get off the back end of the STO. Uh, thanks, actually, little little thanks to Greg, because he's delayed the start of the NCX season until the week after the STO because about 30 of his 140 players are at the STO, so none of us would get our event, our games played um, in the time frame. So 
he's delayed his start date by a week, which is lovely. Even though, you know, he made lots of grumbly American freedom-based noises, but he still did it. So I do appreciate you. Thanks, Greg. Cool. All right. That's everything then. So we'll say goodbyes. Uh, goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. We'll say goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Goodbye from Ben. Bye. And goodbye from me. See you at the weekend. Eric. <laughs> it's funny because Rich has actually already been disqualified. <laughs> <laughs>